Hello, uh, back again, episode 10 now of the Real World Fitness Podcast, and we've gone two in two weeks, I'm on a bit of a roll here, um, almost in danger of being, uh, being consistent again with things, so a um, bit of, I don't really know where this one's going to go, so I've made some notes, so I've got some stuff down that I kind of want to talk about, but I guess it's something that I've been doing a lot of thinking about the last last week or two, based on a fair few things. So I posted the other week on uh, Instagram and Facebook about the whole Gymshark debacle and the, or the kickback about them posting, well, for want of a better term, a normal looking girl. And then they've done it since they've posted what that's kind of like normal looking people rather than the usual kind of shredded, muscle bound like blokes and, and, and girls. Uh, all over their their Instagram page, uh, and there was a lo- there was a load of kickback to it. People complaining about it and things, and uh, so that kind of started me off and thinking about kind of fitness and what is fitness and have we got it wrong and I guess where do I stand with it all and what's my take on it? I guess it's made it made me kind of go a bit introverted and look at kind of what I what I do and I guess my take on things and the the image and the message that I put out on, you know, because obviously I'm very active on on social media, if any of you follow me on there. And I guess it's kind of made me question some of the things I do and the way I go about things and my, I guess, the voice that I want to put out there. So I've made some notes on a few of my thoughts towards it. So things have probably changed even from when I made these notes a couple of days ago. Um, So... I will probably end up going off on a few tangents, so we'll see where we go with this one. Um, as always, I'm happy to open things up for a bit of discussion. So I would love it if you know if you listen to this, if you share it with people, anybody you think would get something out of listening to it, that would be great. And also, if you then you know if you message me on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever, and kind of let me know your thoughts, what your take on fitness and the things we're going to talk about today and, and the stuff we talk about or I talk about on any of the podcasts um, really so I think it's good particularly the way things are in the world at the minute to hear other people's point of view as long as it's put across in the right sort of way I'm open to having a bit of discussion about things and kind of where people think things are at um, and their I guess their take on things because as much as everybody's got an opinion and bit like arseholes, everybody thinks theirs doesn't stink. Um, you know, I do think we need to be aware of other people's opinions. We need to be aware of, I guess, kind of like uh, our impact on other people. And I, I guess I feel conscious of that times of having, I say, a big following. I don't have a big following. There's like 1,300 people, I think, follow me on Instagram. But, you know, within that, I'm going to impact those people that follow me. So I do think you have a bit of a, duty of care if you want to call it that to be putting out something that's that's helpful really and you've got to be careful of what you're putting out there so if we take it back to when I started talking about this so the other the other week Gymshark uh, I guess changed their tact with their marketing a little bit and it came a little bit out of the blue and they posted a picture of a girl who like a normal looking girl all right and there was kind of two pictures of a side by side one in a pair of their kind of matching leggings and uh, and crop top on and one with their high waisted leggings that kind of like I guess took to uh, took the belly in a bit 
for want of a better term. And then one where it was kind of rolled down and it, I guess, kind of let her, let her stomach hang out, hang out more for want, again, for want of a better term. Now, this girl wasn't, you know, overweight, fat, obese, anything like that. She was just a normal girl. And I guess because it had come out of nowhere, like a lot of people took to in, uh, uh, Gymshark's Instagram page going either, bravo, well done, we need to see more stuff like this, or a lot of people going, well, what the hell is this? You know, uh, They were criticising her body shape, they were criticising her health. Someone said something along the lines of um, being inclusive isn't going to unclog her arteries or something like that, being accepting is, isn't going to unclog her arteries or something like that. They were making all sorts of judgments about her, her body shape, about her state of health, based purely off two pictures and you know it blew up massively and fair play to Gymshark they kind of went along and to all, all the they recommented all to all the people with negative comments saying bye bye fine if you don't want to follow us for this fine like, see you later we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna miss you and then I guess I say fortunately kind of fair play to Gymshark they've since followed it up and they've posted a few other pictures of like guys and girls who aren't their usual kind of uh bodybuilder you know rippling abs massive arms kind of um their usual ambassadors or models or whatever you want to call them so they have backed it up they haven't just hung her out to dry and let her take a load of flack um but if if you look at it in terms of if i'm my cynical head on they're doing it because They've now reached a point where I think recently they turned over uh, a billion pounds or billion dollars, whatever. Uh, they're massive now within the, not just within the fitness industry, it's a clothing brand. They are massive. So they can afford to, I guess, take a bit of a, you know, take a bit of a turn in their marketing, afford to lose a few people on it, knowing that they will probably pick up a load of new followers off it and sell their product to a wider market. And for that, kind of fair play to them, I just think there's probably better ways they could have done about it. And I also think part of this issue has come out because they were part of the issue in the first place. You know, they were putting out a lot of, uh, you know, say guys with the tops off who were absolutely shredded all the time, massive, who were, let's say probably some of them weren't honest with how they got their results they were probably assisted in some ways and you can't see me doing like the bunny ears inverted commas with that um you know they 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 understood that a lot of marketing within the fitness industry and using influencers is very visual and you know they then you know they made it all about kind of abs they made it all about being in great shape all, all year round and you know there were lots of comments of um, or captions with like hashtag no excuses or hashtag no days off and I guess on one hand some people obviously find that very very motivating some people probably turn off to it and go well you know my take on it is yes training and, and nutrition is a big part of my life in terms of you know I want to have a healthy lifestyle I want to be healthy I want to go into the gym I enjoy it and things like that but I have a life outside of it you know I want to go and have a social life I have you know, a family, a business, you know, I've got a daughter that I want to spend time with and bring, build up. So getting into, you know, ridiculous shape where I've got abs all year just isn't a priority for me. And I'm guessing 
from speaking to the hundreds of people I've probably trained over the years, for a lot of people, you know, getting rippling abs and things like that isn't a massive priority to them. That, you know, that having a life outside of it is probably a bigger priority. So work becomes a big priority at times, you know, um, having money to pay their bills, to provide for their families, to look after their kids. Or they're all things that come ahead of having a set of abs. So then when you're seeing things going, no excuses, no days off, things like that, it, it kind of throws out a message where people go, well, what's the point? You know, I, I can't have no days off because I've got a job to go to. I've got to go and spend time with the kids. I've got to take them to a party this weekend. You know, I want to spend some time with my wife or girlfriend, husband, whatever. Um, you know, so I can't have, you know, I do have excuses at times. I do have times where I'm going to have to have a day off the gym or whatever. And it kind of puts out the message that it's very all or nothing. And that for me is a bit of a, a bit of an issue. And I think f- this is where Gymshark, yes, they're now gone right okay we need to make a change with it and fair play to them you have to applaud them for that but I do feel that they're they were part of the issue in the first place and they've kind of led to they're one of the things that have led to this point of of where we're at at the minute the second thing for me with it is a lot of those comments about that girl in the first place and I guess kind of go through the fitness industry in general is how you look, your body shape, aesthetics, things like you know, whether you've got abs or not, does not equal, or you can't draw conclusions about someone's level of fitness from that. So, if somebody looks shredded, that doesn't mean that they are, are you know, the image, the vision, the vision of perfect health. Like, if we want to take it to like kind of examples of this, really, look at Tyson Fury recently. So. He obviously struggled massively with his mental health. He went off the rails. He's had some real battles with, you know, alcohol ad- addiction, uh, drugs, and things like that. I think so. He ballooned to twenty odd stone and things like that. He was clearly struggling with his health. He was clearly out of shape and things like that. And he's battled back against it. And he's recently become, or just before lockdown, became heavyweight champion of the world and beat down Say Wilder. If you look at him in that, he obviously lost a lot of weight. He was obviously fit because if you listen to him talk, he does a lot of running. He does however many rounds you know, in the gym. He went however many rounds in the ring with Deontay Wilder. So he's clearly physically fit, but he doesn't have a, a six-pack. He doesn't look... you know. If you'd look at Deontay Wilder versus um, Tyson Fury and went... Who's, who's going to win that fight? If you went purely off looks, you'd go Deontay Wilder every day of the week because he's shredded, he's got abs, he looks muscly and everything like that. Tyson Fury just like, looks like a big dude. But, so you can't, we can't judge somebody's fitness or anything to do with their health based off how they look, right? I've, I've worked with people, I know people who have been absolutely shredded, they've absolutely shredded all year round and people listen to this if they know me and know that probably the people I work with might be able to take a stab a guess at people that I'm talking about here and you know these people are shredded they look like your men's health cover models or even more muscle than that all year round but they if they run up a flight of stairs they're bent over double like panting out the backsides you know they'll come and you know, sit and have a conversation with you and be breathing like Darth Vader you know just because somebody's in shape they look you know, muscly, ripped, whatever, does not mean that they're in the perfect vision of health. So we, I, and I do feel that Instagram, social media, if you like, is kind of 
played into this. And I I question this at times in terms of, so I post a lot of before and afters. I post a lot of, I guess, I say my own transformations. I hate the word transformation. How I've changed physically over over the years. And part of that is because, you know, marketing is, is visual. I, you know, I want to help clients. I want to help people get in better shape. And one of the ways to do that is, you know, is, is obviously showing off, I guess, my work, the, the results we've got with clients. And a lot of that is, is fat loss. So we're going to see before and afters. But my concern with it, and as much as I'm not, I don't class myself as a PT who's all about the before and after pictures and uh, the transformations and all that kind of thing, I do feel, I do have concerns at times that that feeds into this uh, narrative that aesthetics equals fitness. And it doesn't, people will, you know, I think I've spoken about this a lot before, by improving their diet, by probably losing some weight, losing some body fat and going to the gym more regularly will improve their fitness. But it doesn't mean that somebody getting absolutely, you know, shredded to the bone means they've improved their fitness because the two don't necessarily go hand in hand. So, you know, I tried to think about this in terms of like, is it the way marketing has gone recently or is it social media or what? So I was trying to think back to like, I guess when I was a kid and what was it like then? So, you know, growing up in the 90s, the one thing I could put it down to is it was just different. So there, I think feel like there was still the, there was maybe not the, obviously the gym culture that there there is now there was a lot fewer kind of health clubs you know gyms and a lot few people had gym memberships and I guess certainly from a female perspective there were you know you didn't see women with abs on billboards and things like that and obviously we didn't have social media so it wasn't on our phones or on our computer screens uh, all day long but you'd still have like the models and supermodels and things like that that were you know, used for marketing, for advertising. There was the famous quote from, was it Kate Moss, where saying, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. So I don't think it's a case of things are any worse now or things, are, you know, it's just different. You know, if I look at it when I was a kid, like kids growing up in the 90s will remember gladiators. And that, like, that for me was brilliant. I used to love sitting down on a Saturday night, sat here and watch gladiators. And that made me at the time, I was probably what? seven eight nine ten something like that when that was on the telly that made me want to go, go up to my bedroom do press-ups and things like that and then go you know it made me want to go and lift weights and things like that and obviously when I got into the gym you know that's you know that's what I wanted to do I wanted to get I was just a little skinny lad I wanted to get bigger I wanted to get stronger but did I feel pressure to look a certain way or to be have a set of abs and things like that not really you know is that me is that you know I just I think part of it is, you know, we're all individual. We're all going to have kind of feel the pressures and like have our own take. And um, I guess kind of like be affected by the things that we see on social media all the time differently. It's going to affect one person differently to somebody else. And I just think it's a case of it's changed. Social media has probably meant where it's given more people a platform where people are in shape can then show you their results. And so, you know, marketing's changed now so we have this influencer marketing where companies like Gymshark will get people who are in shape who have large followings on their social media to go wear our stuff and post pictures of you looking 
you know, lean shredded, doing a load of exercises so it looks cool, it looks motivational and all that kind of stuff. So I just think marketing's different now. And I just think that is what's changed. I don't think it's any worse than it was in the 90s because I still think, you know, people were changing. I just think maybe now it was probably all about kind of women back in the 90s and things like that. And the, the pressure was on women to be like in shape and slim and all that kind of thing. And diets and culture, the marketing was aimed at them. Whereas now I think it's aimed at men and women. I think the pressure on men is kind of growing more to, to be in shape. The whole dad bod thing probably hasn't helped with that. And I think it's probably, in some ways I still think it's probably worse for women, but I, I think it's evened up a hell of a lot. Um, and I guess it's something I've been, I guess I'm more conscious of now, the fact that I have a little girl, I have a daughter, and I, I want her to grow up, I've spoken about this a lot, with you know, I wanted to grow up with you know a healthy diet. I wanted to grow up with sport and exercise as part of her lifestyle, and her seeing her parents go to the gym, you know, play sport and things like that, just as part of what they do. Not to be in shape, not to get a set of abs, you know, not to lose weight or get in shape for holidays or anything like that. I wanted to see them do it. It's part of what we do to you know look after our health to you know be fit and healthy and to be able to go and make the most of the, you know the time we have with her you know when she grows up we want to be able to run around and and play with her because if I look back to when I was a kid that's the things I, I loved doing with with my parents I remember I, I used to love running around kicking a football around with my dad and things like that and you know I want to be able to go and do those things you know with Lila whether she's into football or not whether it's something else or whatever I don't care what she does I'm not going to push her into playing sport or be a pushy parent or whatever but I want her to see you know the benefits and ideally I want her to feel the benefits of eating vegetables on a daily basis having fruit in a you know as part of her diet of running around and being I guess kind of having those behaviors instilled in her that are going to last her a lifetime and let her grow up being healthy and I guess with the way social media is now and with these things that have come off the back of like like the Gymshark thing recently I'm very aware now that, you know, I, I don't want her to feel the the pressure of thinking she has to be having a set of abs, you know, having to, you know, be a certain body shape or be a certain way or whatever. And I think we all need to take that and go, you know, fitness for me is probably about having, it's about purpose, it's about being being fit for for what you do, for what you enjoy, for for your life and that's going to be different for you than it is for me than it is for somebody else I think if I look at it from a work perspective so obviously when when a client comes to me they have the goals that they want to achieve now I've said this before as a trainer for me you'll have also have goals for your for your client not that you sit there with them go right I want you to do x y and z or you need to achieve this or the other what I mean by that for me is like I, I guess I have a way of working a way that I, I kind of you know want my clients to go about achieving their goals and so one of them for me is health health has got to come first so while you know most people that come to come to a personal trainer are looking for fat loss you know for me they've got to do it in a way that has some form of sustainability with the diet and is going to improve their health so this is why I, I do things where I get clients to eat mostly, you know, nutrient-dense foods, so lean meats, oily fishes, green and colourful veggies. It's why I don't do anything like 
kind of very very low calorie diets like almost like starvation stuff it's why I don't do detoxes or you know meal replacements or or anything like that because for me the it's important for the client one of my goals for them is to improve their health so it's to get you know if they've got a doctor on the back tell them about the cholesterol or blood pressure it's to sort things like that out it's for them to feel good on a daily basis I also think that people need to have kind of some form of athleticism for everyday life so I guess for you know whether it's somebody like me who's got a little child or whether it's somebody who's you know older like grandma grandpa whatever you know they're probably going to have the amount of grandkids that they want to run around with that they've got to pick up and things like that so they're going to need some form of athleticism in their life for me and so their training kind of has to reflect that you know we all probably need as much as you know some people don't like cardio they don't like running you know for our, the health of our heart and our cardiovascular system it's a good idea to do some form of cardio now whether that's just walking and hitting a certain number of steps every day whether it's going for a run whether it's doing a conditioning circuit you know like a circuit in the gym whether it's doing a bodyweight hit session it doesn't really matter it's about doing the you know the way that that works for you that makes you feel good yes if you had a certain specific performance goal then you'd probably have to do it a certain way that's going to suit that goal but for most of us we just need some form of cardio in our lives you know for me we need to be doing like following a diet that promotes good health and the same with our training it's got to promote health and i guess have some form of longevity so i think i've spoken about this a lot obviously you know we're in an obesity epidemic at the minute and you know so we have to you know we live fairly sedentary lives most of our lives you know most of our working lives are spent sat at a desk sat behind a computer in meetings commuting whatever we don't we have you know there are fewer people have you know laborious you know manual manual labor type jobs where they're active more of us are spending our time now sat behind a computer screen you know and it's very easy i have a clients who find it very very easy to only do a couple of thousand steps a day if that because we spent you know i found that since you know, I, I've moved predominantly online with my uh, with work. I'm not doing thousands of steps every day, training clients in the gym. It's very easy to sit down all day and not not move an awful lot. So, because we're living more sedentary lives, training and you know activity is got to it's got to play a part in our lives going forward because it mitigates and it helps to um, offset a lot of the damage to our health of being sedentary. So that way you know that means what our training is you've got to find stuff that you enjoy doing because if you enjoy doing it you're going to do it more more regularly if you're doing it more regularly it's going to last you longer in life and therefore you're going to see more benefits from it you know so fitness for me is about you know it's fit for your purpose you know does it you know does your diet and your training make you feel better at work are you able to get more work done are you able to concentrate more you know are you able to then come home from work and still have the energy to be able to play with the kids and things like that because you know the you're not going to enjoy the quality of your life if you're coming home from work feeling absolutely drained wanting to lie on the sofa and then your kids are going mommy daddy 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 come and play and you're going oh just give me five minutes and you start to get into arguments with them because you don't have the energy you don't have the vitality you don't have the fitness to be able to keep up with everyday life so as I say I'm going off on a bit of a tangent there but you know for me Fitness 
you know, it's got to be about you and the way you want to live your life and the things you want to get out of life and you want to achieve. And for that, training and diet has to play a supporting role in that. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be all about getting lean, losing body fat and getting down to very low body fat percentages. So you've got these amazing before and after pictures and these abs and things like that. You know, there might be times when, you know, that does become more of a priority where you do want to lose weight and get into into better shape. But then, you know, you achieve that. There's then times when work gets busy and that has to become your main focus. That doesn't mean you shelve your diet and training you go to living off McDonald's and quick, you know, convenience food all the times. Your diet and your training should still be there to support you, to give you the energy, the concentration levels and look after your health so that you can, you know, you can get through everything you've got at work, achieve what you need to achieve to, you know, get out of life what you want to get out of life. So I do think that, you know, yes, like I think we need to be objective in the way we look at things. Yes, aesthetics are visual. They stop you scrolling on social media. They make you take notice of adverts that, you know, they get your attention, their attention grabbing. But I do think we need to think critically about it and go, you know, what you know can we draw any conclusions from it fitness is it just something that's there to you know i guess give you a short boost of motivation and make you think get almost anchor that feeling of motivation to you every time you see something to do with a certain brand or a certain influencer or something like that on on social media for me you know that's one of the reasons i don't post a lot of you know workouts or you know motivational quotes or things like that on my, on my Instagram and social media is because I don't I don't think it's massively helpful if people just need motivational workouts they'd be in shape because you could go and find them on social media all day long for me it's about posting things that are going to get you to think differently about your fitness differently about the way you live your life so that you can make let's say health and fitness you know a healthy diet consistent training regular training every week part of the way you live your life um and i think if you're doing that so it doesn't need to be massively you know complicated it is eating mostly nutrient dense foods yes enjoying a pizza and a you know a few beers or a glass of wine here or there you know relaxing with friends like that but most of the time are you eating meals that have got vegetables in them that have got good sources of fiber good sources of protein healthy fats if you're doing that most of the time and you're you know, you're probably going to be controlling calories to a certain extent. Yeah, there might be times you need to track it to tweak it, tighten up a little bit. But if you're eating mostly nutrient-dense foods, you're going to be on the right track. If you're training three, four times a week, whether that be in the gym, going out for runs, you know, you're keeping your steps up outside of the gym or being active or playing a sport or something like that. You know, if you take some time to stretch, to, you know, take time to manage stress so you, you're having some time to read a book you know most days or go out for a walk or whatever so you can switch your head off a little bit you're probably not going to go too far wrong you know you're probably not going to be you know piling on the pounds you might lose a little bit of weight and get in better shape you know you don't need to be tracking everything on my fitness pal all the time that becomes a tool that you use when you do want to get in shape and things like that but if you're doing those things you're not going to be too far off you're going to be looking after your health and you're probably going to, you know, looking good, feeling in shape, feeling strong, feeling healthy is a byproduct of doing those things. And you should still be able to do those things, you know, that make them fit in around 
work, around family life, around kind of the way you want to live your life. So that's probably enough of a rant for today. I, Like I said, I would be really, really interested to see other people's thoughts on this and kind of what, I guess what fitness is to you, particularly as recording this today, it's, it's National Fitness Day. So you will probably see a lot of posts today from personal trainers, from, you know, fitness companies or whatever, with workouts, with like Instagram or Facebook live workouts and things like that, trying to motivate you and things like that. And I like those things. Would I post them? No, for the reasons I've already spoken about. I I just think there's a lot of focus on the short term, on the little things. Now, something like that, a workout might get you to do it once, it might get you to do it twice. You know, I think most people will have done that. They'll get, you'll, you know, you can go on something, get a short burst of motivation, go, right, next week, I'm going to, I'm on it, I'm going to nail it. And you might start like that for a week or two weeks, but eventually that motivation wanes and you slip off and things like that. For me, you know, the message needs to be more about sustainability, about how do we incorporate more of these good habits and make them part of the way you'll live your life and then if you get those things right if you've got those habits in place then you can start you know if you do decide right I want to get really lean I want to get a set of abs or whatever it's a you're in a hell of a lot better situation to be able to start doing that because you're already eating nutrient dense foods you're already training regularly it just becomes about tweaking the things that you do and making it more specific for what you want to what you want to achieve and for me the message needs to be more about that it needs to be less about the short-term motivational hits and individual workouts it's like having one salad a week having you know doing an instagram live hit workout a week in the grand scheme of things it doesn't do a lot unless you're doing you know unless you're doing it regularly unless you're doing all those things all the time and that becomes less about a workout somebody's posting that's more about you and your behaviors and what you're what kind of what you're doing regularly so yeah get involved i'd love to see hear your thoughts on things so drop me a message you can find me at coach rimmer on facebook and instagram um I put all my contact details in the notes and things of this podcast as well. So please, if you found it useful, share it with your mates. Um, leave us uh, a comment, you know, leave us a rating, things like that, because it does help to get it out there to more people. And I do feel like this is a message that needs sharing. So yeah, thank you very much. And I will be back next week.